Hello, everyone. Here is part two of our Star Wars episode. Hope you enjoy. Seven, I believe. My number seven, but you're number six because we've yeah. already because you're yeah. ahead of me. What is it? Uh, I had trouble with these two a bit because because also okay. here on out are movies that I think are good, are well made yep. movies, um, and are deserving of people's time. Um, my number on I believe that. So this one, and so the it was I I had a bit of a back and forth between these two, um. But ultimately, I think the next one is Rogue One. Okay. It was either between that and, and Force Awakens, and I'll get into that. Okay. My next two are number seven, Force Awakens, number six, oh, interesting. Rogue One. So. No, so I'm, again, I'm, I'm, it's mainly just because, and I think for me, it comes down to personal preference with these two. I think for most people it does. Um. I like the tota- I like the definite definite ending of Rogue yes. One. There's a very easy way where they could have like escaped, and then they were like, "This crew goes on adventures as the Space Suicide Squad," but they're like, "No, everybody died." I know. I like. I really respect I like what the- Rogue One did. I respect it so yeah. much. So I really, I really don't want to, you know, like shit on it and be like Force Awakens is better because I'm not sure if it is. I genuinely think. Rogue One, Rogue One might be an objectively better movie, to some degree. Um, I just prefer Jedi. I'm Blue gonna Warriors. I think The Force Awakens is better. Interesting. But I rated it lower. Interesting. Because the reason it's better is because it kind of just lifts the plot from another Star Wars movie, and I respect originality more than that, so that's why I put See, that's, that's why I was also back and forth, because I don't like that they just lift the plot. Because if you look at it, it's, it's, it's just... It really is. Like, it really is. Which is fine. It is, it is fine. I wish they had done not that. Yeah, right. Um, um, let's, let's talk about Rogue One for a minute. Um... Because sure. I, I genuinely um, really love this movie. I've made clear on the podcast before. I'm a huge Ben Mendelsohn really? fan. So I'm really happy also, that he's sorry, in this. Quick, my dog is like tearing down the door of the room. Like oh, she's going absolutely ape. And I have no idea why. What is she doing? Okay. I'm going to try and get her out of here. Because I think she's I think she's coming in here because she's trying to pee. And she knows that this is a spot that she can pee and people won't find it for a while. Thanks. Which is, which is, and to be fair, it's what I do in here as well. I mean, it's what most of my family piss does. on the floor. Yeah. And then you see, and then you just hope nobody knows. And nobody yeah. does. Doesn't everybody oh, do that? Can somebody get the dog, anyway. please? I love this house. <laughs> the misadventures of, of the Philly and the launch the crew. Um, let's, let's talk about Rogue One. Let's talk about Rogue One. I love this movie. Um, I think it's well made. I think it's. Um, I don't have actually have well, too much fear. I, I think it's I well think made. Aesthetic is strong, uh, as as well. Yeah, I think I, that's it's cool. weird because um, it, it went through a lot of reshoots. I remember. It did. It did. So I wonder. It makes you wonder what. Yeah, I'm is really surprised that it it has a strong enough 
like vibe like it's it's a military drama star wars thing right like it's a military star one wars of my movie. favorite movies one of my favorite movies is the dirty dozen and this is basically just space dirty dozen so i'm, I'm cool with that. cute um but with that like like it just it gives a lot of scale as well i think like mm-hmm. it it defines mm-hmm. like you know the empire really well it gives you a scale of the death mm-hmm. star like just it shows you how the empire affects normal yeah. people which is something that we never really got in like it. it feels the whole movie has a weight to it like solo does that a i think bit about too. i think about in attack in attack of the clones I think about this scene where there was this, like, I don't even remember because it was just so stupid, but, like, there's, like, this animal that they're riding on or there's, like, a thing that's, uh, like, yep. skipping through the During field. the, like, gladiator battle. Yeah, or or there's also another one, though, um, in the, the field, like, where Padme and Anakin are, like, having, like, a love montage. Yay. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I remember. And, it's in the and, it's, yeah. and it just looks like this, like, it looks so bad because it has no weight because it's just hopping around no gravity to it and rogue one is the and this is the opposite of that it's a really weird long metaphor but it's it feels like like good cgi it feels like everything feels down to earth like a just messy good ass movie yeah it gets a lot of criticism because it's like, well, look at that thing. I recognize that thing, but like, I don't. It's not not like nearly that. as much as Solo, by the way. And it, it's just yeah. like, no, and that's what, and that's what, mm-hmm. and that's what these movies inherently are. Like, yeah, ever since the original trilogy, I think it's just been like, a, remember this guy? Here's him young. Remember this guy? Here's what happened before that. You remember this guy? Here's where yeah. he is now. And a lot of it has to do it's with the plot. Entertaining though, with, with Rogue One. Yeah. Like, it's not just pointless. I'm sorry. My dog is... I'm just going to cuddle with her. I'm just going to let her in. She's going to help record. I'm going to ask her what she thinks. Okay. Official, official dog of the, the podcast. The official dog of the podcast. I'd show you guys a picture, but it's a podcast. So here we are. So no. Um, I'll post a um, picture, I guess, on the Twitter. So you guys all know. Um. She's got a little. We'll donut, post by the our way, list. She's been... We'll post our lists too, just so you know. It's it's on um, our letterbox, by the way, or at least mine is. It's not on mine, but. <laughs> oh my god, she is freaking out yeah. about getting in here. Now she's scraping to get out of here. I hate this dog, but she is so freaking what a, cute. What a weird, weird, weird tangent. This, Look, I got it's it. not a tangent because I... she keeps coming in here. It's a saga, really. Anyways, um. I, I had to... um, we're on like number five, so we, we I think we should hurry. Yeah, up. true. Um, and we're at seventy. Um, minutes. there was one criticism I had of Rogue yeah, One. What's up? I like forget what it is now. Wait, let me think. Maybe do you have anything else I, to say I about Rogue like One? I feel like I do have a criticism, but I too am forgetting. I just need to. I think. Um... I don't know, man. The CGI people is weird. A little bit. Grand Moff Tarkin and Leia. I mean, what was the alternative? Get a lookalike actor? I don't know. Didn't have to be in it. Didn't have to be in it. I think it's part (laughs) of the narrative as well, though. I think it's, I mean, I I, I think it's, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they, I was about to say they needed to be in it. They didn't need to be in it. No, they didn't. Tarkin didn't need to be in it. They could have just talked about him. I don't know. Because I feel like he's also know, they show, he's also just a good. Character. They show Tarkin at the end of, they show Tarkin at the end of, what's he called, 
Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith. They show him briefly, and he bows, and he walks out. And you don't really get a good look at him. But that guy just looks exactly like the guy who plays him. And they bring him in. Just get that guy back. Cake Why did they bring him in? Bring that guy back. Cake some makeup on him. He looks close enough. I, I vibe with that. I think that's definitely should have been the move, having actors play them. Because also yeah. Han Solo in the Solo movie, right? Yeah, and it's and he looks he doesn't look anything like Harrison Ford, and but it's fine. Like, like it doesn't need Donald Glover doesn't goal. especially look like Billy D. Williams. Like, there's a number of things. I'm I'm fine with it. Um, but also, I just I also like uh, Grand Moff Tarkin as a character. I think he was. I think he's good. I'm I'm sad that good. he died in the New Hope because I just thought he was really interesting. Because also, he's like one of the only people that like has the balls or i don't even know if it's the balls but the the power to talk back to vader like like yeah. what is it new hope you know he's choking out one of his commanders um for for talking back to him and then mm-hmm. grandma Tarkin's like enough of this vader release him and then and he's the only one he like takes orders from partially i find it wild yeah no um yeah, because as they show in this one, uh, Ben Mendelsohn tries to do the same thing with Vader, and it just, just doesn't work. Oh, and the Vader scene. Oh, my God. The Vader scene at the end. I don't think there's much to say there. I think it's it was just awesome. so awesome. Because it shows you why people fear Darth Vader. Because in the yeah. originals, you don't really no. get that. And then in, in, and then in the prequels, you just imagine him as this whiny idiot. I, 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 love, I love it specifically. Because I don't know if any other Star Wars movie does vader justice as well in that i think rebels i think rebels, rebels the show does some good stuff with i'm it, realizing I, I i i for a while i didn't watch rebels because i thought it was a kid's show and i'm realizing it's now not. it's not I think it's, like as i think it's very as i get older i realize it's not i also need to watch the final season of clone wars because oh me too you only have to watch like the last. Well, four no, because I also just love Clone Wars, so I'll take any more content. Sure. Um, sure. Okay. Uh, let's keep, keep going. going. Uh, so, Force Awakens is your five. My that seven. is my five. Is your seven? All right, because you yeah. have Rise. Of, you have Rise of Skywalker above Force Awakens. Interesting. Yes. Uh, because because it does something I... different now. Whether whether or not you like that. See, I, the problem is I agree with you, and that's what's troubling for me because I really value originality, and I really think that's important, but I also really enjoy this movie so much. Yeah. No, I think I think easily the best part of this movie is Harrison Ford. Oh, so uh, 100%. He's so fun. Um, he actually looks like he cares, which you, if you see him in any interview mm-hmm. for Star Wars – you know he doesn't care about yeah, he's Star so Wars. Angry about it. It's like I, my, one of my favorite things was uh, somebody asked him, "Do you think that Han is force sensitive?" And his response was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like doesn't understand. He has it. no idea what's going on, and I because he's probably high out of his mind when they were making it, and then he didn't ask any questions because no, he didn't care. when we get to care. the original trilogy, we'll talk about that, but one of my favorite stories is one during, uh, I think it was, I think it was Return of the Jedi, uh, where they had a huge party. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, is this the one where he's, like, naked in no, his closet? No, not that one. Uh, you you I know that one, though, right? I you said that. 
No, Carrie Fisher wrote about her book. They had like an affair, and he was like, at some point, he was naked in, in her, her closet. closet. I forget why. I, I think so. Add, I I I, do, I remember the affair, um, yeah. which would have blown my mind as a kid. I would have loved that. Carrie Fisher notoriously had issues during the making oh, of these movies. I'm sorry. I think Harrison Ford, maybe not issues, but he, I don't, I don't think he was sober during this no. time either. Um, but um, I think Revenge or Force Awakens is interesting, um, because as beat for beat, it is out of it is it is very similar to A New Hope. Um, yeah, beat for beat, but, but with a lot, but when it where it strays is where it shines a lot of the time. If you ask me, like I agree. Like the part where Kylo kills his dad, yeah, is very good. where Kylo kills his dad. Adam Driver is the standout. Every series kind of has a standout actor. I'd say the first, the originals was Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, the pre, the prequels, I would say, is Ewan McGregor, and then in these ones, it's yeah. Adam Driver. No, I'd say uh, it's it's really the parts where it's different are what really is what cements it here for me. What, what makes, makes it, it work? What makes it yeah. something that I can watch? Again, because I think uh, including and a lot of it is around Kylo Ren What the part where he took off his mask just absolutely like I flipped my shit in the theater because I, I was under the impression. Yeah, well, I know, just but a guy. For some reason that just shocked me because I thought it was Luke Skywalker uh, going into it. Uh, you thought it was like a, because yeah. that was, you know, like the revenge or the return of the Jedi original ending was. We said. Ben yeah, and then, he was just like, and then it's just like it's just a fucking guy, just a dude. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, and I I didn't expect him. Yeah, like, and actually, that's kind of Kylo's whole character is that he's trying to be something more. But I think that's actually indicative. I, I, I'm probably giving J.J. Abrams and the whole team too much credit here, but if him taking off the mask and he's just a guy, it kind of explains everything you need to know yeah, about the character. It's, it's so cool, and um, like Darth Vader wore a mask because he would yeah. die. Kylo Ren wears a mask because he wants to he's be a little feared. Big. Kylo Ren is an excellent character. Kylo Ren is how Anakin exactly. should have been, and I think yeah. Rise of Skywalker. He's like kind of ruins it. Not, not really, but just. I think he was good. He was going to turn to the good side no matter I what. That's the how they were way setting he up did the it was Weird. I I I really like the scene. Uh, we'll get no, to Rise I like Skywalker, that scene a lot. Uh, if you want. If you want right now, what where are you, uh, with Harrison Ford? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, that scene? No, I was thinking about when he was a good. I well, no, I like that scene a decent amount too. I think it could have been better in that like. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I did like that um, scene. Force Awakens. I don't have too much to say I think, about. I just um, think that with Rise of Skywalker, it was the way his character developed was. I the way his character developed in the Last Jedi was so good. Was so entertaining it was yeah it was meditated it moved a lot like i no i know but he was always going to turn to the good side so i think that's almost that's almost i think an issue with the last jedi because as a lot of people are saying like there was there doesn't appear to be a huge plan for mm-hmm. these ones i think they're i think plot details were obviously not no. specified before but i think the whole kylo yes. turns good is easily planned yes. from the beginning so I think that might be actually as much as I love that movie. I think that's an issue with the Last Jedi because it sets the next director and writer up in a place where like, how do we get this guy to turn good? And I think they did as well. I as don't they think could they have. did. I 
I, I how would you have done it? I'm not a director. I don't know. Mm. But like, because obviously the the greatest film criticism is if you can't make your own movie, then you're not allowed to criticize anybody else's movie. But us having us having made, I am Ron. We are now allowed to criticize every movie. Criticize the film. Um, Yes. Um, So I I think uh, my number five, just so you know, just so everybody knows, is Rise of Skywalker because this appears to be turning into a Rise of Skywalker Um, discussion. Closing notes on Force Awakens. What's your number four? Uh, What's your number number four? four? Last Jedi. Yeah. And and that was, I I almost put it above one of the original trilogy movies, but I could not find a place to put it. I, I almost switched Return of the I Jedi in, in The Last Jedi. But That's I had exactly what I did. Um, so Rise of Skywalker, I enjoy it more. I enjoy it as a film. Um, I like the the little things that they give. Like the, I, 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 I will admit the issues. The issues with the whole C-3PO thing, I think, is mm-hmm. not necessary. Um, the way they incorporate Leia, I don't think is no great. She could have died. Politely and nicely in the yeah, I know they should have just killed her off screen. What they should have done was just switched her with Laura Dern in the Last Jedi and had her do that. Why Laura Dern did not need? Yeah, that that would that. I don't think no, I no, I think you can have Laura Dern in the movie. Her character necessarily, but Laura Dern just survives. No, what you do is you have Laura Dern survive the movie, and then she's in charge. Yeah, yeah, and that's easy because people love Laura Dern. Like. That would have been so cool if she had... Basically, what you... All Ryan Johnson or whoever had to do was do a little bit of reshoots, have Leia walk into the place where uh, where she kamikazes, but just shoot her from the back so you can shoot a stunt double or whoever mm-hmm. you want. And then just show a close-up shot of her face from whenever and have her look, like, solemn, and then she does it. Yeah. I mean... That, I think, is an, that, I think, is an issue with... Last but not guy. only that, like, you didn't even need to do research. You should, I think they just should have done that with The Last Jedi. Well, when they were filming it, when they were yeah, filming it, she was alive. Still, so. I think they should have just... In general, like, for, you think in general for the wise, plot? I think it would have worked if she had just died. Uh, yeah, I think this series didn't know what they wanted to do with Finn. Yeah, fair enough. I don't really know why he, he's there. He could have had such a much better story arc is the thing. He's a stormtrooper deserter. I think he could have, but I think he also doesn't need to be in it. But I think that he's just wasted potential. I think he had so much potential. Yeah, and John Boyega is good at good at what he's, he's doing. He's a great actor, and I think he's. I give it points, um, for one thing only. Actually, this movie is. There's only one reason what? I like this movie. Hey, hey. what? Ah, the what a dude! The, the little, the little, the little guy. Look at that little dude. Look at him go. Hey, yeah. freak. Um, but even but even still, I just I really don't like this. I I have so many problems with this movie, and, and a I get lot why you, of them and come I get from that. my love for the Last Jedi, and I can concede yeah. to that. Okay, let's move this on to the Last Jedi. Actually, that's, oh, wait, no, no. Let's move on to let's move on oh, to my four. Okay, yeah, but I feel like we have a flow because we're talking about all the sequel trilogies, and then if we do all okay, them together, okay, fine, 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 fine. So we'll, we'll talk about okay, the last Jedi. Let's talk about the last Jedi. It's it my number three. My number four. It's my number I three. I almost put it at number three, and even and I'm still tentative because okay. I think I need to rewatch Return of the Jedi to get a final thing. But just personally, I need to watch the Last Jedi because I'm pretty sure I've only yeah. seen it. No, the Last Jedi is just 
a movie that I enjoyed in theaters at home so many goddamn times. I I'm gonna what? get this out of the way right now. I don't want to talk about this part because What's I don't up? care. But it should be stated. The part with Finn and Rose and Benicio del Toro is garbage. Garbage is a strong word, but it's not it good. It is bad. It is not good, and I don't want to talk about it because I don't really have that much of an opinion on it, but I feel like not mentioning it would yes. be remiss. It is. I don't like it. Do you agree with me? You don't really I, want to talk about it? I, there's nothing it was really almost going to be Lando, but then Lando was going to betray them, and they didn't want to do that to make Lando do that. And then I'm like, then just don't have them betray. The whole, their whole plot line. Then just, they needed to give Finn something to really do. it really doesn't have a purpose. And I think it, I don't know, man. But, but I don't but think that's Ryan Johnson's fault. One good thing about really. it. I think that's Disney's fault. People say that like, it ultimately doesn't affect the plot and they fail. Interesting, though. That's one thing in these movies that they never show. Nothing in these movies, save for Rogue One. Which even then you can't even say that they failed because even though they died, they still yeah. did their job. They don't really show failure in this, which is a huge part of war. Yeah, no, I think I think if they so, they had done it better, instead of making them just like we need to go from one. Yeah, place no, to they another. definitely should have, and they they should. Benicio del Toro is a yes. legendary, amazing actor. They should have given him an actual part mm-hmm. and not just a weird guy goes, um, also the other thing is if they had i think i'm trying to i'm trying to think about how to phrase this i love how i put this out there to say that but I yeah but the other thing is also <laughs> um with finn you know what i was saying he had a lot of potential and with that like you know i think if they had started the movie and this might be the force awakens fault it might be the last Jedi's fault but it's like have have Finn as you know he's an ex-stormtrooper he's lived his entire life as a stormtrooper and then he suddenly just drops it on a whim not on a whim but like and he's like yeah but I think think giving him some more inner conflict of like am I really part of the rebellion like having because I think you would inherently yeah because he if if you'll remember he originally says that he in the force awakens he originally is like yeah I'm a part of the resistance to impress Mm -hmm. Red. yeah which I think is really funny. Like, and I think it's a really good, it's, it's like a good, like, this guy is kind of an yeah. idiot and doesn't know what he's doing, but he's thrust mm-hmm. into the role of, like, I like hero. Yeah, and I'd like it if they, they didn't yeah. make him as much of a hero in that he, like, or not, not that. I wish he was more of a hero that. He should be I, way I, more I hesitant he had, than he is. It was something that he overcame. You know, like. This is an issue yes. of the entire so, trilogy. With that, because in the first one, they have him open fire on civilians, yes. which is bad. And he doesn't want to do that. And then he immediately decides he's completely against everything he's been told his entire life. And he's only a hero. And yeah. there's no inner so conflict. To give him no, inner, inner conflict would have, I that. think, fixed this plot line or like make that like the core of the plot well, line. Give him something like, I think do. you could have given him something to do based on like who he is. Make him a spy. Make him a spy. Make him a spy. No, like add a little spy plot line in here. Exactly. Like that would be amazing. The ship and like that's trailing them. That would have been dope as fuck. Um, but let's but that's that's the not great part. I think it can be totally one hundred percent forgiven for the absolutely magnificent main plot line of the movie involving Ray, Luke, 
and Kylo Ren, which Luke. is. I love Luke's character development in this. Arguably one of the best just written, well, one of the best written narratives of all of Star Wars. People hate how Luke, beca- what Luke becomes in this movie. I think it's the movie. best possible But it is such a natural, it's such a natural it's progression. so good. He's good. disenfranchised with, so the, with the Jedi Order, you know, he's. He's trying to be a hermit. He's shut himself off from the force. Like, I, I just think that's so interesting. And the reasons that they give are so valid. Like, you'd be like, whoa, this guy might if that's be the thing. right. Like, you don't know. Like, obviously, he's not. Obviously, he's not right. And, he, and like, we learn that. We learn that with that. Him. But, like, with all the reasons he gives, it's like, you exactly. can't blame him. And so, it's just... We've all had moments of weakness in our lives. And if one of those moments of weakness led to something as insane as the birth of like Kylo of Ren and like feel... evil people, you would shut yourself off from the world, whether or not it was yeah. actually and your fault or not. but the fact that not. he was his fault. And people were like, he was going to kill his nephew. He wasn't. The whole point was that he had this darkness inside of him that he felt that he might have to do that. But he owned, but he decided against it. But Kylo didn't know that, and that's and the that's, whole point. Oh my god, it's just so fucking good. And it, it follows from the prequels that like it, the mm-hmm. family's a little dark. And I like, like that. This. I like that. There's a it conflict. Fo- and it works. Also, and with that, also you know you got also Leia flying oh, yeah, through no. space. Kind of is but, uh, stupid. Kylo but it doesn't matter. And Ray. This movie isn't without flaws, but if you look at any Star Wars movie, even like the amazing ones, like Empire has some flaws. Of course. Every movie um, does. But uh, the ones in this film are just easier yeah. to point out and, and, and here's make the thing, fun. Right. You've got, I think also the um the the directing during uh Rain and uh Kylo scenes, you know, like where they like look at each other, like just the camera work, like there's no like fancy yeah. CGI, like, oh he's a force ghost in the room and this and that. I just I think it's so cool how they do that. It guides Cutting me through really good. How they As cut, an audience member, you just feel and they're it feels so natural. And um and 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 also the other thing is the payoff for when they are both like in the the thing and they're like about to touch, and then like Luke storms in, and then you see that Kylo Ren is in the room. That has so much more payoff. It's like it's tension and release. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's I can I can direct Star Wars movie. Um, because I I I love Ryan Johnson. Though a new hope yeah. is probably safe. So, but, but with that, um, what is it? Uh, what was I gonna say? Also, um, one of my favorite things. It it is cool because it's based off of uh, I can't remember what it is, and I feel like an idiot. But there's this, there's a you know Japanese samurai movie that the the thing where you know they tell the same story three different times, uh, but from different perspectives, from different like viewpoints, and it's how. You know, it is. And so, like, the, the original movie, it was, like, that that kind of idea was based on was, you know, one of them is told from the, the military general, one of them is told from the prisoner, one of them is told from the civilian who watched it. And so, with that, um, I think it's really just a really cool storytelling device to... Um, and, I'm, I and I think they utilized it so unbelievably well. Overall, I think the character mm-hmm. development's great, and I think the directing. Well, great. one last. Thing, um, one do last you want to move on? Um, the I thought the lightsaber battle at the end was cool because it wasn't a lightsaber battle. I thought that was 
they don't. Yeah, they don't I think that was what was cool about. I think it was. It's very. It's like it's almost like a metaphor for the whole movie, where it's like we are different, and it's still cool. Like I think, and then um oh, and one last one last 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 thing, but I love I love Last Jedi. It is by far my favorite out of the sequel trilogy. It's genuinely one of my favorite movies I've seen recently, oh. um um over the like last five years. But also, um, I my mother I saw this movie with my entire family, and. Uh, what is it? My so we're watching the movie. I realized that I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I think this is going to be a big old episode. I'm realizing at this point. Um, I feel like we're. Well, I just want to say because it's cool because they twist the foot. No, and uh, and Luke twists his foot, and the salt doesn't move. And then my mom whispered to my dad, "Oh, he's not there," and nobody else in my family got that. And my mom picked up on that. And it's the only time she has ever picked up on anything in a movie. She is oblivious. So shout out to Margaret Heimbach. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you rank the original trilogy? So, so they're I your top three is the, the originals. Top three. Yeah. So actually my top three includes The Last Jedi. But um, at four, I have Return of the Jedi. At two, A New Hope. And number Mine's one is Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Yeah. Is New Hope um, the best? I, I literally at the beginning of the list, I switched Return of the Jedi and Empire. No, what's your three? Um, what's your three? I what's your say th- Return of the Jedi, Empire, and then Star Wars. And uh, Return of the Jedi and Empire, okay. I've been going back and forth on that. Literally, last night, I decided that Return of the Jedi was my Wrong. number two. Then this morning, I was like, Empire is my number two. Then before this, I was like, no, Return of the Jedi is my number two. And then while we were talking, I switched Empire and Return of the Jedi. And even still, I'm not strong on this. I don't like... Uh, there are good things in Return of the Jedi. There are bad things. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good war movie. Uh, the Ewoks are dumb. Um, Fair. But yeah, I I, I, I want to spend the most amount of time talking about mm-hmm. Star Wars as an icon and Empire Strikes Back as a great sequel. So I think we should spend okay. a very small the amount of time The main reason I love Return, Return of the Jedi, Jedi is personal reasons. It's just shit I love. The grimy sure. atmosphere of Jabba's sure. palace, you know, just the like the sure. sail barge, like just the the full like first act of the movie where they're on Tatooine is just excellent for me. It does it. I think it's sure. such a cool way to pick sure. up from Empire Strikes Back. It's like you like because it ends on a pretty ambiguous note. You're like, where did everybody go? Um, and then you're like, like Lando pulls down his mask. And you're you like, heard Shit, up, there's hurry Lando, up. and then like. You really got to hurry it up. I'm like, I'm, I'm not trying to be a I'm jerk sorry. here. Like, this is uh, but going I, up. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, I really love Return of the Jedi. I love the ending. I love how it ties up the the movies. Um, I love how Luke fights Darth Vader. And it, it, it's just fucking excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to lean okay. towards switching it with Last Jedi, though. But even still, I'm like, I, I just love Return of the Jedi from a nostalgia standpoint. Oh, uh, I think it's good. Uh, I like the battles at the end. I like the way it ends. I like a number of things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have much to say here. I think it's a good movie. I think the other the three I have yeah. in front of it are just better. Okay, let's talk about Star Wars. A new oh. first one. All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Let's talk about it. 
originally titled Star Wars. Um, yeah, I just think this is what started it all. Obviously, it's it, this is what made an icon. This is, was so popular. It's inspired so many filmmakers. It's inspired me to uh, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. to, you you know this. The movie ideas that I have and the stuff yes. that I want to make is very different from this. But I think in terms of storytelling, in terms of how to get your movie made, how to make your own movie, how to go your own way is really inspiring. I think uh, I read a book about George Lucas about how he made this movie. And it's just like mm-hmm. this guy just went out and did it. Um, obviously, he had help. Like we've talked about the entire time making it what it is. It was help from a lot of people, but being able to make it a lot was him and it's just this really good story. Like James Cameron was a truck driver and he saw this at the Chinese theater and he was, he quit his job and he's like, I'm making a movie. Um, and then he ended yeah. up making some of the best sci-fi movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And Titanic. The greatest sci-fi um, movie. Well, damn. I, I don't like Titanic. Um, 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 yeah. So I just think in terms of that, it's great in terms of plot. It's great. Yeah, so, um, it's very yes. Well, it's very concise. It feels it feels very focused. It. it feels like a like a like a an earnest, like just true ultimate adventure. Like just the yep. for me, it's the adventure movie. It is the like penultimate, like the 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 ultimate. Yeah, um, and also kind of for me, I that's Raider. But I, I understand why you say that. But though. but the other thing is. Um, I say Raiders just because I, I classify Star Wars as sci-fi, and it is an adventure movie. But I, I classify it as sci-fi first, and Raiders is pretty no, yeah, much an you. adventure I movie. You. So I, I say Raiders. So cool. It's in like seven acts, but here's but also kind of going off of what you said from a personal standpoint. This is my story about it, right? I saw the first clip. I was like three years old. I was walking through my uncle's house, and the cantina scene was playing. And I thought that is weird. I don't want to watch it, and then. I walked back in and I fell in love. I plot myself down in front of this tiny little box uh, TV from the early nineties. And I literally remember my, it was my first, not only was it like my first, you know, time really like watching a movie and loving it, but it was one of the first experiences Mm -hmm. of me loving something. That wasn't, you know, like my immediately immediate family or something. Like it was genuinely just finding something that I loved, something that made me feel something amazing, and just to watch these these characters like just interact with each other and and all these just fucking crazy antics. It was it was mind melting. It inspired me to. You know, I, I I dressed up as a Star Wars character eight years in a row for Halloween, right? Every year I was a different Star Wars character. Um, I would play, you know, pretend as, as Luke Skywalker. Everybody was Han Solo. I pretended to be Luke Skywalker. You know, I, I, I had this uh, this golf club um, that I would swing around in the backyard uh, pretending to be, uh, you know, Luke. And then I'd fight the Tusken Raiders and shit. Um and just and I, it was this world that I could I could go into, and then also on top of it, it's also my father's favorite movie completely separately. We, but he definitely cultivated my love for it, and it was always it has always been something that me and my dad have been able to fully like, like I don't know vibe with. Like it's something that we share unconditionally, like. On top of a lot of other things, of course, I'm not. I'm not saying our only 
my only uh, sure. thing with my father's Star Wars, but it's it's yeah. For some people that is though. For some people, they have this like different mm-hmm. their families for whatever reason. I've like read this whole article, but like, and they were all across the country, but they all came back to watch the Force Awakens together, and like they didn't talk about anything but the movie, and they felt this love for each other, and it like re whatever their family like obvi- that that, that mm-hmm. doesn't happen with my family, but like it like it weirdly does. brings and people it's, it's together. Magic. And I say weirdly because not nothing inherently about this movie I think really would exactly. suggest that. It's it, just I think it. Phenomenal. I think what it comes down to is like oh, look. Here's the thing. I can try to define it any way I want. It's good triumphing evil. It's heroes versus villains. It's it's a it's a world that you've never seen before. There's magic. There's you know like space force. It's like just all this all these different things but at the end of the day i think it's just genuine magic i think it's genuinely george lucas found something the people who worked on this found something that cannot be truly defined by us and they held on to it for dear life and they made something beautiful and that's what i think and that's personally why i and so personally from pure like emotional standpoint because i think that's what art is that's what movies are um, it's it's how it how you feel about it a lot of the time and just feeling wise, Star Wars: A New Hope Sometimes. is but. my favorite movie. <laughs> by the way, and that's yeah. fair. There's um, nothing wrong with that, and it's it's my favorite Star Wars movie. Not every movie has to be like European or yeah. countercultural to be good. And so know? so I think I think we've talked about A New Hope enough. It's just a. We haven't talked about the yeah, plot. We at haven't all. even talked about the plot because we don't because we don't plot. need to. Because everybody you knows seen the movie, you know the plot. It's that's and it's also just so iconic is the thing. Um yeah. and so um and I get yeah. why and, number one. And that's I really fair. Completely get Empire. I've seen I think Empire's two. a better movie. It is a better movie. It, yeah, but you just have a more emotional response to the first mm-hmm. one, which is it's, it's fun. I showed uh I showed Star Wars uh, New Hope to Elliot Baird recently who hadn't seen it before and just watching it again it's it's got it 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 touches me in a way that no other movie does like oh, I get emotional god damn it and then how and so um, how how yes. I ask you how the hell do you follow that how do you you've made Star Wars you made this global phenomenon how the hell do you make a sequel to that? And then you make That's it better. better. <laughs> I think I, I, I have not I mean, done as much research as I should have. But I think this movie kind of invented the sequel trick, which is you break up the group. And I'm pretty sure every sequel since has done that. Guardians 2 does that. Mm-hmm. Avengers Age of Ultron kind of does it. Um a number of movies, popular movies, sequels, now follow mm-hmm. what I think is the Empire formula. I don't think this is the best movie sequel of all time. I think that's The Godfather 2, but it's mm-hmm. different, obviously. The, it's the best pop culture movie sequel, I think. Um, it, it's just so influential with its, mm-hmm. its darker... It does it, something new, and that's... Like, you see... It does something new with something that was already 
it does something new with something that you didn't need to yeah. make new. Like people already loved Star Wars. People already respected Star Wars. You did not need to add something to Star Wars to make it new and do something new with it. But they did anyway. Which is, I just think this is an amazing achievement of filmmaking. Yeah, I think it's one of the best films ever made. Genuinely. Genuinely, because of how it's directed, because of how it's, maybe not how it's written, it's not the best written movie. I think the way it juggles all of its different themes, plot lines, characters, is, is masterful. Like there's exactly like I yeah. like it just feels um, so. I keep saying it, but like focus, it feels very like, like it it has it it has a hold of everything. It knows what everything is. It knows what it's doing and knows it's a smart movie. And I don't think as much as I love the last gen, as much as I love some of the sequels, parts of the sequels, as much as I love all of them, I think this is the most competent and the most tight concise i agree also with the new hope it's a lot of it was just like you know it was such a messy movie to make i think as well because you know you have so much extra footage yeah half the yeah it's it's like one of the most expensive indie films ever made i think it is the anybody who worked on it was like what the hell are we doing like like if you worked on it and then you apparently like i've read people who worked on it saw the movie and like were like how where did any of that come from? Like they didn't know like how they, they pieced all that yeah. together because it was such and a so... messy shoot. And I think that's part of why I think that's part of why mm-hmm. George Lucas didn't direct the next one was because it was so hard. I think more yeah. directors and filmmakers should do that. Should understand that you don't have to it's sometimes it's time to let somebody else's vision take over. And I think Lucas himself should have learned yeah. that in the prequels because he directed all three of those. Um, um I think there's a time where you have to take your ego out of place and being like, this is the movie we want to make. Maybe somebody else can do that yeah. better. Maybe somebody else's vision will help create more of a mosaic I think, for I think that's this why to fit into. It's in here, I think that's why it's just a better movie, a better made movie, because they took what they learned from the first one. They found like a, like a genuine, like a masterpiece. And they were like, all right, we know exactly what's up. Now let's do it well. <laughs> Now when because yeah. now you know what you're doing. Yeah. And I think and I think that's why um Return of the Jedi is not as strong. Mm. Because in any trilogy, yeah. it's really hard to close a trilogy. Like very rarely, I think, is the third film in a trilogy the best one. Like Lord of the Rings Return of the King is arguably I'm trying to the think there's one, there is one is. trilogy um, that I've, the third one is the best one. Oh, Spy uh, Kids. No, I, I genuinely wait. What is right. the? There's one movie that has a really good third one, but I cannot think of it. Lord of the I Rings: Return that. of the King won Best Picture, so that. I don't know, man. I don't know, um, and then you could also say like Captain America: Civil War is the third one, whatever. Um, I don't count. I don't count no. Marvel movies as like trilogies or whatever because Still like twined at this point, it's like. Infinity War is the the third of the trilogy of the Avengers movies, but then there's also like 22 other movies that you Appreciate. have to watch to whatever. I no. I don't want to talk about Marvel right now, um, but that's I think is why Return of the Jedi is not as strong because it's there was less to learn. It mm-hmm. was harder to follow up the last one. 
Not even that, no, not that yeah. it's easy to follow up Star Wars, but it, they're, they're like, let's learn from our mistakes. Let's make this like as strong as we can. And then, then you've peaked. Empire gets amazing reviews, even more money. And then like, there's they no peaked, way that you, and I think I, they knew I, that. I think it's a miracle that Return of the Jedi is it as good as it is because it didn't have I'm to be. I'm shocked that it is. Because as far as they knew, that was the last one for then. They didn't need to make it good, but yeah, they just and it's still, it's did still anyway, really you know? good movie. Like, I think it's I think it's very I think good. It's good. I, there's yeah, there's problems. But here we are. Um, Star Wars will endure the test of time because it has already. Like one of the best things about the original trilogy is that you can watch it, and somebody could tell you. Obviously, like the filmmaking or whatever is different, but they're like, "Hey, this guy released this last week." You'd be like, "Oh, cool, nice." Like, I'd be like, "Did they film it on really old cameras or something?" That's that's what I would say, but I wouldn't be like, like I would believe mm-hmm. it in terms of how the story's told because it just endures the test of time. Whereas other sci-fi yeah. movies don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like I watched Wrath of Khan a couple of years ago. People love that movie. It's not that damn. It's fine. Elliot Baird like, will throw hands. He loves that movie. It's no, I have not. Have you seen Gun? It's okay. Um, it's not enduring like Star Wars is, though. And a, a number of genre movies yeah. are not enduring. A number of movies in general aren't. And yeah. So I, I think it's, it's a testament to the it's quality. Fucking excellent. Uh, and Star Wars will continue. Like they, they, maybe they're done with the nah. Skywalker saga. I actually doubt that. There's no way. Uh, yeah, no. I, I don't know because I, I actually don't know though because Adam Driver. I don't know if he would come back. Yeah, oh, for we more. never even. I never. I was gonna um, go in on about uh, Raylo people. You know, people who ship Raylo. I don't think that. Yeah, I, I think we I should think end we should this on well. the positive um, note that we have. Some people are really weird about Raylo, and I'll we, talk, we about talk about that ad nauseum one day. Oh sure, we can do that next week. Actually, that can be our that can, that'll be our next week's small Raylo, topic. Will just be a discussion, a discussion. about <laughs> Kylo Ren. Yes, Ray's relationship. Um, this has gone really. This has long, gone really long. But I but, think people knew what they were in for. But this is actually the only way, I, more or less. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut some stuff down and there'll be a number of things added, taken out. Um, but if you guys have stick till the end, stuck till the end. Yeah, you guys this, have thank you. Really uh, persevered. I could talk. We talked about this for uh, almost two hours and oh, no, I'm not even close is, to getting all my thoughts out there about Star Wars. Wars. This is like scratching the Star surface. Wars podcast. No. Um, but yeah, um, so thank you for everybody for listening. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say. Uh, it let us know how much you love Star I'm Wars and what your favorite if, Star Wars if movie is. You guys is. have interesting um, points. There's no right or wrong answer. There's no right or wrong answer, but if it's yeah, tactical no, points, you, you, you are wrong. But like, <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to contact us, we are at uh, we are uh, podcast failure to launch at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, uh, we are. Uh, failure to launch podcast on Instagram. We are at launch failure on Twitter. If you want to find me on Letterboxd, uh, I am a member. You just slide all the way to o- member and then you search uh, Ryan I'm John. No space. Underscore um, zero two. I'm not underscore. I lie. You're not underscore. I'm CH zero two. No. CH zero two. 
Yeah. I remember because you kept saying I'm that. I was like, are you? And then I looked at, you up and you're not. As well. uh, shout out to my father yep. uh, for listening to the episode, uh, last week's episode again. Uh, thank you, Andrew Heimbaugh. Um, uh, shout out to mine as well. Uh, shout this out is to a uh, thing we do, but music, here we are. Uh, for the intro. What a guy. What a legend. Yes. And the outro. Right. And outro. Which are the same thing, but... Uh... Shout out to Caitlin Fernandez for our art uh, because it's much better than anything either of us could have done combined. Uh, And that's it. Um, Stay safe out there, everybody. Um, And we'll see you next week. Or actually, (gasps) we'll see you on Thursday. Plot twist. And determine is Forrest Gump worth it. it. Anyway, that's it. We have have talked enough. Love you all. Stay safe. You are beautiful little failures. Each and every...